We're going to play Never Going to Get It, which is a, a really hard question, but there's money on the line. Let's yes. go. Never gonna get it. We're going to let two callers play today. First up is Angela in Minnesota. Angela, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Uh, I'm good. What'd you say? How about you? About oh, you? yeah. How, did you say how about you? <laughs> yeah. She might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Hey, Amy, speaking of accents. I'm a Minnesotan. <laughs> oh, there yeah, you yeah. go. Amy, say this word out loud. Pecan. Okay. Because I love pecans, mm-hmm. and so I'm doing some work with the American Pecan Council. Just about, It's a healthy snack, great snack. But we had to have a call to say how to say it. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, because some people say pecan. Mm-hmm. Pecan. So what was the, would y'all come to? The way I say it, pecan, right. luckily is the right way. That's what the council said? Yeah. Good. How would you say pecan, Angela? I say pecan. Okay. See? Pecan. There's a li- We're all alike in some way. Good. We're always because, focused on the differences. Yeah. Pecan. Yeah. Pecan. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Totally pecan. Uh, so we're going to give you a chance to uh, play Never Gonna Get It, Angela. Where do you live in Minnesota? Southeastern Minnesota. Okay. You stay on hold for one second. I'm going to go over and, and meet our other player. This is Mario, who's in Austin. Aust- uh, Mario, how are you, bud? Good. Cool, cool. All right, what we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to play. Uh, I'm going to ask this question. You guys can team up with one of the show. All right, ready, guys? Hit me with that Never Gonna Get It clip one more time. According to a recent online survey, surprisingly, men do this four times faster than women. What is it? According to a very, very recent online survey, surprisingly, men do this four times faster than women. What is it? Now we have four players here. Uh, up for grabs. Mike, how much money is in the, in the pool? $5 and then the $20. $25. Uh, Angela, who would you like to team with? Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan? Um, with Amy. Okay. Okay. And Mario, who would you like to team with? Pick one of these guys, Mario. Let's do Morgan. Okay. Now, we're going to come back. Great. What? I mean, I have it, guys. 100%. Yeah, I don't know why you guys aren't picking me. Okay. (laughs) Let's play Never Gonna Get It. According to a recent online survey, surprisingly, men do this four times faster than women. Up for grabs, 25 bucks. On the line for anyone on the show who gets it, and also Angela in Minnesota and Mario in Austin. All right, Amy, I'll come to you first. Go ahead. Shower. Shower. According to a recent online survey, men do this four times faster than women. Oh, that's interesting. Like, get in and get out. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Lunchbox? See, I don't think that would be surprising. I think that's expected. Say I love you. Okay. Boom. That's how you do it. pretty good. Eddie? Yeah, I missed out on the surprising part. (laughs) Me too. And and I would change my answer, but what I had originally, I'm going to go with that, is get dressed. Not so surprising, though. (laughs) So I think I got it wrong. Morgan? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with driving. Men drive four times faster than women? <laughs> yeah, well, because... I'm to, not saying you're wrong. Yeah, like, because... the way you we, repeat the question. We, <laughs> <laughs> women get flack for being bad drivers, so maybe it's, like, surprisingly, men drive faster than women. Well, according to a recent online survey, men do this four times faster than women. I'll say that it's not driving, Morgan. You've been Dang. eliminated. Oh, Raymundo, you want to answer? Yeah, I put, respond to a tweet... Yeah! Okay, incorrect. You're out. Um, <laughs> Eddie? I'm out. You're out. Yeah, I knew it. Dang it. It's Amy? Yeah. Lunchbox. What did he say again? Amy, what did you say? I said showering. Showering is incorrect. Oh. And Lunchbox is incorrect, too. Oh, oh yes! So say is- I love you. That is it. <laughs> it's the right ballpark. Oh. Hugs. It does have to do with love. 
It's fall in love. Oh. According to a recent online survey, men do this four times faster than women. What is it? Fall in love. On average, men say they know they're falling in love after three dates. But women say they don't fall in love until date 14. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that surprising to you? That's shocking. For, I mean, for me, I've only ever been in love with one person, period. Yeah. So, but again, I'm I'm built a little different and a little odd. Who said it first? I said it first in our relationship. Who said it first in yours, Eddie? Me, for yeah. sure. Amy? My husband. When he proposed. Lunchbox? Uh, probably my wife. No, it's you. You know no, it's I you. Mean, I really, I, honestly, honestly, <laughs> you, have no idea. You probably cried when you did it. <laughs> Here we go again. Guys, I never cried at my wedding. I never cried. I don't cry in my relationship, but I would assume my wife said I love you because... That's how she got her claws in. Maybe all the dudes are... Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. That's that's why it's not surprising to me. All the guys, I love you. Oh, my God, you're so emotional. We yeah. all act tough, but we're so emotional. Did you cry at your wedding? Totally, 100%. So you did. We all saw lunch cry. Yes, we did. Cry. There's no. If you can produce one photo with me crying at my wedding... A photo. But we have three witnesses here. Who yeah, saw it in person. Yeah. We don't who need saw a photo. Lunchbox cry? Say aye. Aye. There's well, three... In uh, court of cor- law, you would go to jail. Yep. Yeah, but you're not an impartial jury. Of course you're going to say that to make me look bad. No. That's the whole no, point. No, I honestly don't care if people know whether you cried or not. No, We're you not do because you made up stories. Okay. All right. We didn't make up the story. We saw the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just telling what we saw. Uh, Angela and Mario, both of you guys, I have something for you anyway. I don't normally give prizes if you don't win, but I need to give these away today. So you are in luck. Uh, I'm going to give you guys each a $100 Walmart photo gift card. All right. Both of you guys get one of those. Congratulations. Bobby Bones. Bobby, what's going on? It's Nico Moon. Congratulations on getting hitched. It got me to thinking. There's a song for when it's your birthday. There's a song for when it's New Year's. But there's not a song for when you get married. So I came up with a little something for you, brother. It goes like this. Congratulations on tying the knot. Congratulations on tying the knot. Ain't love stronger than the one y'all got. So, congratulations on tying the knot. <laughs> congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Can't wait to celebrate in person. Enjoy the honeymoon. It's the Bobby Bone Show. Everybody say hi to Jamie, who's on the phone right now. Hi, hi Jamie. Jamie. Hi. How are you, Jamie? Where do you live? Good. I talk about Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Where's that? Um, right up I-35, kind of close to Kansas, actually. Like Tulsa, then, near Tulsa. Uh, yeah, we're, we're about two hours away. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're on, because we're going to give you a chance to win a little prize here. Up for grabs, a $100 Walmart gift card. Sweet. Exactly. So, we're going to do country music, Who Said It? Oh, gosh. I'm going to give you a quote from a famous country music artist. You tell me who said it. I'll even give you some options, and the show will give their guess, and then you can say whatever you want, Jamie. Okay? Okay. Great. Country music, who said it? Who said? There will always be people who say I ruined country music. A, Toby Keith. B, Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks. The Chicks, excuse me. The Chicks, yeah. C, Casey Musgraves. D, Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. E. What? Sam Hunt. Oh. oh my goodness. Okay. How many letters are we going? F. No, you're not. <laughs> Luke Bryan. Those are your. Those are your. You have six of them here. Oh you boy. You want to hear them again? Yes, please. <laughs> I shouldn't have read them out of letters. I just said them. <laughs> Z. <laughs> oh boy. Toby Keith. 
Natalie Maines of the Chicks, Casey Musgraves, Tyler Hubbard of FGL, Sam Hunt, or Luke Bryan, who said, there will always be people who say I ruined country music. Okay. All right. Let's go over to Amy first. You've heard the options, Amy. What you got? Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with Sam Hunt. Okay. Why? I don't know. I feel like maybe he... Maybe in an interview at some point he was asked about his music being different and it not resonating with some hardcore uh, country fans, okay. and that was his response. Lunchbox, who do you think it is? I went with the uh, lead singer of The Chicks, Natalie Maines, because she uh, made a comment about someone, and they said, oh, you ruined country music. Get out of here. Eddie, who do you think? I was going to go Natalie Maines, too, but the way she said I, I don't think that's, I don't think she would talk like that. Representing oh, the chicks. Wow, what a great catch in that quote. Yeah, thank you. But thank she's you. the one that said it. But yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna go with Luke Bryan, just because maybe he feels a little bit butt shaking and all that. People are gonna think I'm ruining country music. That's a great catch on the eye. Because you. if you're in a band, you don't go, you know, they say I did this. You would yeah. say they don't they say, Well we. that's why I didn't pick Tyler Hubbard, because the he's he's half of a band, but I the Natalie Maines Are you thing. sure you just didn't uh, hear no, that? No, that's why I didn't. No, that's why I didn't. I was like, well, I mean, if he ruined it, then so did BK. <laughs> Which yeah, they yeah, didn't. Yeah. I like their music. Uh, Morgan, I want to come to you. Who said, there will always be people who say I ruined a country music? I'm on the same page as Eddie. I'm pretty sure it's Luke Bryan. Okay. Oh. Now, Jamie, you've heard these four give their answers. They know nothing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we, we know nothing. <laughs> Except they know all these people. You know them all. Yes. Yeah, I don't think Toby Keith would say that. I don't, I don't oh. think. Yeah, he would say the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right, Jamie, talk me through this. Who you got here? Uh, I'm going to go with Luke Bryan, I guess. Had the most votes. Are you going because they voted or because you would have picked it? Oh, man. I probably would have picked him also. Mm. Just, I don't know him, but I feel like that might be something he would say. Well, the quote, if I were to do the impression of the person doing it, would go, there will always be people who say I ruined country music. Oh. And that's yeah. Luke Bryan. There it is. In an interview with the LA Times, he was defending his crossover hits like Country Girl Shake It For Me, which purists hate, but he thinks it's because they grew up in a different time. He said, I'm a small town kid. I listen to Alan Jackson, NWA, the Beastie Boys, Garth Brooks. My generation, as far as being a country kid, was the first to have this kind of music that was integrated in. I totally agree with them. Yeah, for sure. Napster was a game changer for everyone. It used to be where you lived regionally is how you got your music for the most part. Once the internet happened, new rules the end. All right, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, who's your awesome. favorite artist in country music, though? Ooh, probably Miranda Lambert. Have you seen Miranda live? Yes, I have. How was that? Uh, amazing, of course. Yeah. If you had to do a Mount Rushmore, Jamie, uh, that's four favorite artists. It could be any Ooh. any genre. Yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming Miranda's one of them. Miranda, Garth. Oh, nice. Probably Reba. Mm-hmm. And can I pick Willie Nelson? Pick whoever yeah. you want. Yeah. You pick, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, um, congratulations. Stay on the line. We're going to get you your gift card. And thank you for listening to the show. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. All right. There she is. There yeah. she is. Woo. Jamie. Fun fact Friday. Five super fun facts that Amy found. And we do it every Friday. Here we go. Number 
five. So the pilot episode of Lost was so expensive that the network president was fired for greenlighting the project. Wow. An estimated 10 to $15 million was the most expensive pilot episode ever at the time. They spent $10 million on the pilot of that show? 10 to 14. I, I never got into it. Me but either. I understood that it was really, really good. I just, when I wanted to get into it, it was too late. Yeah. And it was the land of DVDs, too, honestly. Oh, that's true. I couldn't just stream it. I think I would if I could have streamed it. But that first pilot is what got everyone watching. You watched the pilot? Just the pilot, and then I watched the first season, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm lost. Good good title, because okay. I was lost. Okay. <laughs> but how, how much was the pilot of Breaking Bobby Bones? Well, luckily, zero. Because they picked it up right to series. Oh. So a pilot is the first episode they do to, we finished it, do we want to spend more money on it to make it a series? And almost all shows do that. Um, luckily, my pilot was kind of being on Bear Grylls. Oh, Not yeah, the same show, but I was on the network doing an adventure show, and it got really good ratings. And then I came up with the idea for Breaking Bobby Bones, mm-hmm. created the show. Um, yeah, so zero dollars. But the show is expensive, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. So speaking of money, the expression penny for your thoughts was first used in 1522. So if it's adjusted to inflation, each thought would be worth about $2.50 now. A penny was worth two fifty then. Dang, I just don't pick that up on the ground. Two fifty for your thoughts? Lunchbox is not really a... You're a stopping pick up a penny guy. Every time. Anywhere I see a coin, I don't care if it's covered in stuff, I pick it up. You can wash it when you get home. If there's poop on it. Pick it up. A penny. A penny. Uh, a penny a penny closer to retirement. Everyone I pick up, I'm closer to retiring. You just can't wait to not work anymore? I cannot <laughs> wait. Man, that is all I think about is how I'm going to retire. <laughs> not work again. Really? Yeah. You're looking forward to just being able to do nothing. Yes. Like, you guys don't look forward to doing nothing? I don't look forward to getting no. older. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to retire sooner than later. But I know. But That's I why I pick up pennies. I get it. I get it. All right. Next up. Number three. So the first CEO of Apple, do you know his name? Hmm. Never? No? Michael Scott. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's kind of fun. Who is Steve Carell's character yeah. on The Office. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty fun. Number two. So this is another interesting thing that NASA plans on doing. So just know that it is true. They want to do a deep probe of Uranus in about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Possibly, <laughs> pound for pound, the most... Fun fact we've ever had right there. (laughs) All right, here we go. Number one. Every British king or queen has a second birthday assigned to them if their real birthday isn't in the summer. So they want to make sure that there's going to be good weather when they celebrate or have their birthday parade. Like Queen Elizabeth, her, or Queen Elizabeth II's real birthday is in April, but it had to move to June because that's when the good weather is. I gave old Caitlin the Queen Elizabeth this morning. What happened? That's what we call it if you stay in the bed and oh, you, get, you get stuff you, brought to you. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I gave her, I heated up her breakfast taco and took her a coffee. I was like, Aww. here you go, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm now the person, like, she's always the wake up super, super early person. I've been waking up a little earlier than her now. And, and she's taking care of her, your queen. I didn't say, I'd, I do try. Sometimes I probably don't do as good as I should. But um, yeah, I gave her the old Queen Elizabeth this morning. Sometimes she gives it to me, though. She'll be like, here you go, Queen Elizabeth. She'll do this. I'll walk with the coffee. She'll just put her hand up in the coffee, in the cup shape of her hand. And just like, insert the cup here, please. <laughs> Fun fact Friday. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
An anonymous donor is given back to a Florida animal shelter, which I love when people help at animal shelters. And so just a little backstory. You know what Bitcoin is? Yes. Kind of a cryptocurrency. It's all digital. There was one started as a joke called Dogecoin, like dog coin. And it actually took off a little bit. And people made a lot of money with it if they bought it early. Well, someone made a lot of money with Dogecoin and they donated a ton to the shelter. And now the shelter is able to have more pets and actually help more pets get them adopted because of Dogecoin, which started as a joke. Oh, interesting. (laughs) The woman put the donation at the Daytona Beach Shelter, um, all with Dogecoin, turned it over to money, gave them the money, which is perfect for this place because they just took in 42 dogs from a dog fighting ring. Oh, no. And they're like, without this. But it's just funny. Dogecoin was a joke. About Dogecoin, and now it's helping dogs. Now it's helping dogs. That's right. (laughs) It's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Got this voicemail late last night. So I need some advice. How do you get over somebody who is cheating on you that you currently have to live with because of financial situation? Yeah, you uh, G-T-H-O <laughs> A-S-A-P. Get yeah. the wow. heck out as wow. soon as possible. <laughs> That's yeah, a that... lot of acronyms. <laughs> yeah, you just have to. There, Yes, if financially you can't move out, that is a burden you have to live with right now. That's, that's a, a life situation. But you don't have to fake it. You just say, I know what's happening. I'm going to look for my way out. And you, as soon as possible, you get out of that toxic situation. And then do you have any friends or family you can call on to help support you during this time that would help expedite that process? G-T-H-O-A-S-A-P, baby! <laughs> That's why I say get the heck out as soon as possible. Okay, thank you. There you go. Don't go back to this loser either. There you go. The Friday Morning Conversation with Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. Hello, friends. Ryan, your last song, I felt, was extremely underserved. Did you know that? I appreciate you saying that. I feel like you have so many hits, and I think this next song that you're about to play for us is is the, the, the one that does it. Well... I appreciate that a lot. You've always been, I mean, my first song I ever released was called We Do Us. It was like three or four years ago, and you were very supportive of that, and I I love every other memory, and it's just really hard to promote a song when you can't go promote it, you know? And so I I, I really do, I haven't even played that song live. It's kind of odd to like have a single that you didn't even get to to play out but I'm really proud of it and I'm really I don't know I think making country music in Nashville is its own it's its own reward and it's like the work I mean I think you feel the same way the work is its own reward so uh getting to make country music in Nashville and also make music with Marin this year is is kind of the two things that I am really really proud of and excited of so hopefully this song is is exactly what you just said I feel too a bit and you could tell me if you feel differently that this song is basically after you have argued with the umpire when you were right on the last call. <laughs> Meaning, everybody knew, everybody knows they messed up. The ump knows he messed up. But he's going to make it up to you this call, regardless. You know what, man? I, I, I am really blessed to get to do what I do. And uh, I've, I've gotten to do everything in country music. I've gotten to go to every award show with Mary, and I've gotten to write hits for other people and see, you know, my name at the top of the charts as a writer. And so I have nothing to complain about. And, um, honestly, just the fact that we get to work together this year is, is just a massive, I don't, I think we always imagine we do it someday. It's kind of, it feels strange that it's here now. So I'm, I'm just really excited about all of it. Everything I get to do, I think at this point is a blessing. Also, Marin Morris is here. Hi, Marin. Hey. Um, 
instead of talking more, I think our audience would like to hear the new song played, and I have a bunch of questions about it, obviously. But Marin Morris is here with Ryan Hurd. Now, Ryan, this song here, like, what was, was it always going to be a duet, and was it always going to be Marin? This is a really long story on this song. We, we did not write this song. Um, our friends Brinley and Jerry Flowers wrote this song. Jerry plays bass guitar for Keith Urban. Uh, and Great. it's a songwriter incredible both of them are incredible writers and uh we i mean this song has been i think every single artist in town has heard this song and held it and we were just lucky enough to get an opportunity to record it very a, a lot of times to get it right and uh yeah it's it's odd to to be a songwriter in nashville and not not sing a song that you wrote but we're really proud of it and and um what do you have to add well was it when you heard it the first time, was it written as a duet? It was not. Okay. And we turned it into a duet. There's a version of Marin that Marin has written on that we ended up like going back, like kind of taking a step back from. And, and it's had a lot of versions. And it's actually like the demo of this song is really kind of famous on Music Row and in, in is like writing circles. And so I feel really, really blessed that it fell to me and to us to get an opportunity to, to put it out because it is such a special song. All right, here we go. Ryan Hurd with Marin Morris. Here is Chasing After You. You come over when your wine's all gone. Always catch me when I'm not that strong. And then you wind up staying all night long. Ain't nothing new. And then I'll wake up with you on my chest You got a way of making me forget The girl with you, the answer's always yes Every time you call But I know, yeah, I know It's a matter of time Till you walk, till you walk Back out of my life Leave me standing here lonely Feeling like a fool Every time, every time you say we're done You come back to the love you were running from Don't know why, don't know why I let you, but I do Guess I love chasing after you I love chasing after you Ryan Hurd, Marin Morris, that is chasing after you. We're going to come back. I have a couple TV questions for you guys. I noticed you watched something. It was a lot of something. And I have many questions. Do you know what I'm going to ask you about? Thanks, is it sir. West Wing? Well, th- after the tease. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's called ruining a tease, folks. Yep, All right, we'll come back with Ryan and Marin after this. <laughs> Ryan Hurd and Marin Morris are here. Got a new song called Chasing After You, which is uh, just fantastic. Congratulations on another great song, Ryan. Thank you. Great. I saw, too, that you guys watched all seven seasons of West Wing. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Did you watch them, too, Ryan? Or just oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. They- See, seems like a lot of time dedicated to a show that went away a long time ago. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things where, like, you've heard about this show for your entire life, but I was, you know, a kid when it came out, so it probably would have been pretty boring for an 11-year-old, you know, so... We watched the first episode and just absolutely loved it and kept going. And 
you still thought it was good after it was over? Like you, you felt like today it was still good. It still holds up. Absolutely. The cast is great. And you see so many cameos throughout the seven seasons of people that are now famous. And it was their first part. And um, it started in 1999. So it's really funny to watch the first season. And it looks so dated. And um, But it's so smart. I love Aaron Sorkin, the writer. He wrote like The Social Network and uh, this show. And so um, it's just really, really smart. And I love the... I love the score. It sounds like a Disney Channel original movie score <laughs> going along with this like really political dialogue. But um, no, it's just it, it warms my heart. It's one of those shows where you're like, I feel way better after watching that. I don't know if it's something we would have watched if we weren't at home all year. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Well, I want to acknowledge the accomplishment that something like that is because I tried West Wing once and I, seven seasons, but some 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 seasons are six, seven episodes, right? West Wing is 22 episodes per season, which is 156 episodes total. So that's, yeah, that y'all should feel really good about that. Yeah. Hey, congratulations, guys. Hours. There it is. Wow. <laughs> a lot of hours we wasted. Did it. It's yeah. not wasted because it is a good show. It is a yeah. great show, but no, I mean, it was a lot of episodes per season and it, <laughs> yeah. it came out at a time when like there was no TiVo. So I was looking and I think like the most viewers they had in one of their episodes for the first or second season was like 20 million people, which is like who watches the Grammys now. But this was back when, you know, you couldn't record stuff. You had to watch it like as it was airing, but it's so good. Yeah, we started it over. It was so good. You started it over. Oh, yeah. The yeah. only show I can watch wow. over and over again is The Office, and I watch it every night before I go to bed. But I think that because I have some sort of comfortability with it, and I can go to sleep not wondering. There are only two shows in my whole life I've been able to do that to. The Honeymooners, because I've seen, do you know what that is? Like the I've old, old it. show? Yeah, like Jackie <laughs> yeah. Gleason from like the 60s. Because okay. I knew every episode. I watched it with my grandma. And it then, is comforting. Then The Office, because I go to sleep knowing what's going to happen. I'm not all butt puckered going, I wonder what's going to happen to Jim. <laughs> You know? Yeah, but you also like your favorite episode is Scott's Tots. Love last... Scott. That's yeah, the best. I, I <laughs> Ryan can't even watch the first scene of that episode. I, can't. I get I like get anxiety. I, I love I'm, like, cringing. For the, one time I, the, the television got stuck on Stott, Scott's Tots. And I, <laughs> I, he was having a meltdown. I can't even speak about it. It's so, it's so cringy. For those that don't know, it's an episode of The Office where Michael promises these kids <laughs> when they're... You know, their first or second year in school, they're going to send them all to college. And then he goes back to go, I can't afford it now. But like in real life, if that happened, that's like a legal case, correct? I mean, it has like it's <laughs> like fraud. It has to be something that's like yeah. he ends up buying their books or something. It's like, dude, you. Well, batteries for the class. <laughs> yeah. And then oh. the one okay, your calculator like, batteries <laughs> for their computer or whatever. Yeah. And but what I loved about it in the beginning is he, he really felt like he he could take about. It would take him 16 years to be this millionaire that he envisioned. Yeah, he thought he, he was going to be rich. Get there. He had good intentions. Right. Yeah, Ryan's going to like throw He's up. already looking anxious. <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me so much because the whole show is like based on that cringe factor and it's like social situations and... and, and uh, well, doesn't someone in that episode say like, Michael, this is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> it's the worst thing anyone's ever done. Have you guys yeah. met any of the actors from The Office? I uh, did a radio. I got to ask Brian a question on the radio once. That's cool. It was cool. I, I, can't I remember met the question. I was Meredith Starstruck. Who? Right. She, yeah, and she was fantastic. That yeah. like the nicest. And she was like, "I'll do whatever you want. Talk about whatever you want." She was super nice. 
You have you met any of them? I haven't. No, but I did buy a cameo from someone from the West Wing for Ryan for Christmas. Oh, you did? oh yeah, from Richard Schiff. It was awesome. Toby from, from Toby. <laughs> yeah. And what do you have him say to Ryan in the cameo? Uh, she called. He called me a, uh, or she told him I was a lovable curmudgeon. <laughs> like I, Toby. Like Toby, and he said, "I don't know if that's something to aspire to, but." Yeah, he's like, you should probably cut that out. People find it annoying. <laughs> yeah, it was fun though. Yeah. I mean, it, it 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 was one of those fun things to get for Christmas. It's yeah. hard to. I, I think we're getting to the point where it's like we know each other so well that, like, it the fun part is finding like special things that aren't like have nothing to do with money that that you can do for the other person for holidays and stuff. And that was like definitely the best Christmas present. Yeah. Well, it wasn't free, but sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Still works. Mm-hmm. All right. Ryan Hurd, Marin Morris. The new song is Chasing After You. They did it together. It's a great song. So good. Uh, love you both. Thanks. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you. Good and, to see y'all. Hey, shout out, shout out your producer slash This is my player. guitar player and producer, Teddy, and uh, he produced this with my friend Aaron, who I grew up with, and we're, uh, yeah, Teddy actually does an office quote before every show in our little uh, get together, so uh, all office everywhere. But Teddy, yeah. great Congrats, job, buddy. buddy. All right, yeah. there they are. Woo-hoo. Ryan Hurd, Marin Morris. Hey. Thank you, guys. Thank y'all. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Kristen Walker was getting gas down in Moody, Alabama when she had her two kids in the car and she's pumping the gas. Someone walks up with a gun, pulls it out, says, back away, I'm taking the car. Uh. Well, her nine-year-old son sees the guy with a gun. And was like, uh-oh, something bad's about to happen. He jumps out of the car, runs around, and is able to unbuckle his five-year-old sister before they steal the car. Oh, wow. So he didn't save the car, but he knew they were about to get in and take the car, and he jumped out and unbuckled his five-year-old sister and saved them before they drove away. That's awesome. Shout out, Ethan Walker, you nine-year-old hero. Wow, that is crazy. That's a great story. Hope they caught the folks, too. They did. They caught them later in Mississippi. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The question that I read this morning was, does your spouse think you're funny? Amy, does your husband think you're funny? Yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Why? How, how? What's your sense of humor I don't know him? if he tells me that I'm funny. That's one of the things he says he likes about me, that I'm funny. Like, what is, if you were to ask him, like, what's Amy's sense of humor style? What would he say? Uh, quick-witted... Sarcastic at times. <laughs> Do you not think I am? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're really either like... one of those. I would say your 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 randomness is what's funny about you. Okay, you don't think I'm quick? That's interesting. I think you're quickish. Worked... Okay, well then he must like my quickish humor. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Amy's quick-witted? No, not really. No, not really. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize you. Really? No. I think you're funny. You I are think funny, you're random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're funny. I just wonder what how your husband defined your humor. You're not sarcastic, really. I can be. Okay, we all can be. Okay, so I'm just randomly funny. Is what you're saying, that I just get lucky? You're very random. <laughs> I'm no, not, not no, get no, no. lucky, no, but you're you, very good at being random. Yes. Like, I never know what you're going to say. Okay, yeah. well, then I guess I'm random, yeah. which I see as quick-witted. <laughs> well, we all have our different definitions. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and I know that a lot of people wouldn't know this about him, but he's he's funny, too. Which is hard. He is. <laughs> what, what, what? Wait, I don't know. About he that. is. I swear. <laughs> like I know weird. him. I know. But and I'm gonna would, tell you, and I like him. He doesn't show a lot of people that side. I don't think I've ever <laughs> laughed at anything he's ever said. You haven't because he doesn't say it in front of you. Would you say he's quick? He doesn't. No, I'd say he's got a really dry sense of humor that he doesn't let a lot of people see. He's got a dry, quiet, hidden sense of humor. <laughs> By the way, not a slide. I like him. Right. I know. Even I'm surprised sometimes when I laugh. 
Because I'm like, I forget. You're funny. Well, studies show women truly care about a man's humor. They consider it an extremely attractive quality. Uh, Shayna in Nashville's on. Hey, Shayna. How are you? What's going on? Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. I am moving from Nashville to Nebraska. I have no family there, and I was just wondering if you had any advice for someone moving by themselves. I've done that before. I've moved to a place I didn't know a single soul. And my first advice would be that when you're feeling a little overwhelmed and lonely, that that's absolutely okay and that's just normal. So don't feel like that you're isolated in this because anyone that goes through this goes through a really tough time. However, everyone that goes through this, most of myself, I'm going to include myself in this, you end up growing from it and either loving it so much because you went through something difficult, learned from it, made new good friends, or you go, you know what, this just wasn't for me. Like I finally learned what I don't want to do. And it's go here. So I'm going to tell you first that you're going to, it's just going to be a great experience for your life. If you can find a place to volunteer a little bit, you'll meet like-minded people. Church, if you go to church, you'll meet like-minded people. It's all about meeting people that have the same, um, the same social interests that you Values. do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or, or even if you have a favorite workout you like to do. Like when I moved, gym, gym I works, met yeah. my friend at the gym. I just went up to her. Yeah. And then yeah. we ended up liking yoga and we would go do that together and met more people. And then once you meet one person, you might meet some of their friends. And then it's a slow process. Yeah. You're going to love yourself for it. But it will take a second and don't feel overwhelmed when it's not going your way at first. Because you go to a new city and all the news channels are weird and the news anchors look <laughs> funny. The people on the radio are stupid because you don't know their stories yet. But it's going to be awesome. And people in Nebraska are super nice, Shana. So good luck. Uh, let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny in. Here we go. The morning corny. What are King Kong's favorite cookies? What are King Kong's favorite cookies? Chocolate chimp. What? Chocolate chimp? Get it? No, we get it. Yeah. All right. Forget it. No, 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 no. We're redoing it. That was the morning corny. Do another one. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what I mean. Go ahead. Where does a dog keep its car? Where does a dog keep its car? In a barking lot. Okay, better. Yeah, better. Good. Okay. Okay, guys, they can't all be winners. I know. We thought your wit would. I know. (laughs) Bobby Bones. What's up, y'all? It's Brett Young here. Hey, Bobby. Everybody gave me advice, and I don't think that's what you need. I think what you need is congratulations. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you, and good luck. You got it all dialed in. You got a good woman. All you got to do is keep figuring it out. You never know everything. There's always something new around the corner, but the most important thing is you got her. She's yours, and congratulations. It's the Bobby Bones Show. Sometimes when an artist comes in our studio, we joke how much it would cost for them to come play at our house, and they never really give us an answer, or they go, it's for you, man, I do it for free. Mm -hmm. So we never really have that. (laughs) So I've done some digging around, called a bunch of my friends, agent friends, booking friends, and asked how much it would actually cost to hire these artists. Now, these are the most recent numbers I could find, but I've ranked them into different tiers. They're about... Um, six tiers or so and we'll go with the lower tier first okay the first range this is for one event for them to come play for an hour at one event it's forty to seventy five thousand dollars okay wow a lot of money these are the three artists that for forty thousand to seventy five thousand will come to your house like what what scale is that you think who is that Eddie a forty thousand I mean that would be a B like they've got to have hits like like um, Randy Hauser um, you know Lee Bryce Dustin Lynch is in this okay. mix wow. here. Riding boats, don't nobody go 
Maddie and Tay. Okay. And the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, wow. They're in that tier of forty dollars to $75,000. Now, we go up a tier now. <laughs> the hundred dollars to $150,000 oh, tier. Oh, man. Just to get them to come, them to, to play by themselves at your house. Dan and Shay. When I taste tequila, baby, I still see I bet you they're a little more expensive now, though. I would think so. Them. But, but last, the last numbers I have, Cole Swindell. You should be standing with your arm around me. And Old Dominion. So if you got 100000 bucks, you can get any of those three to come to your house. <laughs> Is it negotiable? Everything's negotiable. Are we talking full concert or like three songs? One hour. An hour. Oh. Yeah, a full set. We'll call it okay. a full set. Next up, around $250,000, you can get this. Little Big Town. Or our buddy Jake Owen. Oh, wow. There's some things about me that I can't change. I'll always be or Brett Eldridge. Then I'd be what you so if you had $250,000, which one of them would you hire? Um, I would probably do Little Big Town. <laughs> really? I feel like it's a better bang for my buck because I'm paying four people. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Next up, the half million dollar tier. <laughs> it better be big stars. You got to pay them half a million dollars to come to your house to play. For Garth you, for... Brooks, come on. Here you go. Reba. Alan Jackson. Yeah. And Sam Hunt. You've got wow. What? And this is Sam all based dude. off of, just so you know, it's not just some number people make up. It's based off what people will pay normally. Like, if we sell this many tickets at this price, that makes this much money, so that artist makes this. And the more wow. tickets you sell, the higher your rate goes. The more tickets you sell at a higher price. So Sam Hunt sells like crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. There, is, there are two more tiers, though. What, there are two more? Mm-hmm. That gets more expensive? Oh. Yeah, this is seven fifty to $1 million. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. Kenny Chesney. Luke Bryan. Sunrise, sunburn, sunset, and Miranda Lambert. You need to be like one of those... Middle Eastern billionaire Princess. oil guys to jeez yeah. finally we have one more tier here's tier one this is the you, you gotta have over a million dollars and if you have to ask you can't afford them <laughs> <laughs> it's that tier oh boy alright Eddie who do you think's in this tier Garth Brooks for sure Garth Brooks who else Brooks and Dunn. Mm-mm. I don't know their price, but they're not in this tier. Tim McGraw. No. You're missing a big one here. Come I think on. Tim was probably in that last tier with Chesney. You're missing someone. If Garth, who's like Garth? Who's Shania? Who's equal to Garth? <laughs> George Strait. There you go. One more. It's a female. I got you. Go. Dolly. No. No. Younger. Younger? Uh-huh. Carrie Underwood. No. Young. Uh, no, Carrie's probably not as expensive as this person. As big a star as you can get right now. Marin Morris? No. <laughs> You're going backwards. I oh, am. Oh. What do you think? Taylor Swift. It's Taylor. Oh, of course. 
I put that out there, this whole list, because if you're looking for something to get someone for Christmas who has everything, uh-huh. you, can, you can have a concert with Maddie and Tay for only $50,000. Hey, Bones, how many of these private shows do you think they do, like a year? Not Privates, not many, but I'm talking about this is basically what it costs to char- to, for them to go play anywhere. Like if they're going to play... A- so if you're just asking them to come play your town, that's how much it's going to cost. Yeah, basically. It can be cheaper Gosh. if, let's say, you got to show up, they're going to fly you there privately, they're going to... Uh, you're going you're gonna to play just acoustic without having to pay a band. But again, if you're going to go play an amphitheater, this is about what it would cost. Imagine waking up, going to work, and being like, ah, I'm going to make a million today. Let me go play a show. Yeah, wow. It's pretty good, imagine. <laughs> yeah. On the phone is Manny in North Carolina. Manny, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Doing pretty good. What can I help you with? I can use some advice from my fiance at the moment. Okay, go ahead. So I... Uh, our little girl's turning uh, one on Sunday. And, you know, part of me, it's a one-year-old birthday party. She's not going to remember it. Um, there's another part of me that, you know, she only turns one once. So I'd originally I set a budget for the party. And, you know, things start adding up. This gets added. We need a smash cake. We need um, balloons, coasters, streamers, everything. And, We've really been uh, at each other's throats the last, um, I'd say, about two weeks. Um, she wants to make it memorable with lots of pictures and stuff. And I uh, could use some advice as to which way to go. Okay. It's an interesting situation because obviously the one-year-old is not going to know what's going on. Correct. Right. But, but it's important to your fiancé, and you're right. You only get one one-year-old party. Do you have a, do you have a Venmo, Manny? Um, I've got Cash App and PayPal. Okay, what what are you talking? About? What was your budget for this thing? Uh, I originally started at uh, three hundred dollars. Okay, and what it's does she want? What does she want to spend fully? She she wants to up it to five hundred, um, so that we can. She's got a lady that does some some custom cakes. Uh, the theme's oh. unicorns, and she's got <laughs> this uh, cute cake idea that she wants to do, and um, you know. I understand the smash cake, take good pictures, um, but there's uh, she wants the budget to be 500 so that we can get the, the special cake. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm in a giving mood. Oh, I'm just going to send you 200 bucks on, on Cash App or whatever, and on me, you go ahead and have a big birthday party. Oh, my gosh. Now, normally, I would say you come to a, a some sort of in the middle. You set that budget in the middle. Both of you have to be happy. It's important to her more so than the one-year-old. The one-year-old won't remember it, but it's important to the family in general. However, I'm just going to put you on hold, get your your username, and I'll just send you 200 bucks. But here's what I want, Manny. I want pictures of this party. I want you to send them. I want to see <laughs> that it. smash cake all over her head. I want the whole thing, okay? Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I want you to just have a heck of a party and uh, tell your fiance and, and just let her know that you know, it, it's all about her. You don't even have to tell her it's from me. You can, you can just say, you know what, I'm into it. So have a party on me, stay on hold, and we'll be able to get your information, okay? Oh, thank you so much. All right, Manny, talk to you soon. Don't go anywhere. All righty. There you go. See, come on. That's I can't so do this. Nice. Come on. You saved him, man. Yeah, yeah you did. You really like, that's saved super him. special. And if I can save one person, that's one more person that wasn't saved. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me do uh, Ricky, who's a truck driver in Georgia. He left a voicemail last night. Here you go. I'm on a dating app. 
if somebody start asking me for money, should I answer any of this or just quit talking to them, trying to find a serious relationship? I don't know. I'm, I'm merely texting. I'm just asking a question if they are taking advantage of me on that. Thank you very much. And good morning, studio. Morning. 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 If you're on a dating app and someone asks you for money, get off the, the conversation with that person. The end. It's probably not even who you're talking to. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're talking to somebody maybe even in another country. Yeah, you're talking to Chuck. You yeah. think yeah. 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 You think it's Sarah, but it's Chuck in his whitey tidies. <laughs> Enorios. <laughs> and he's got nine of these going at the same time. Morgan, what would you advise, Ricky? Would you tell him? Yeah, run far away from that. If somebody wants money from you, run far away. <laughs> In never life met or him on a dating app, <laughs> and just a dating app. Yes. Okay. I, well, yeah. I mean, but also, you know, if you're you go out on a date and they also ask for money, you should probably run from that too. <laughs> Ricky, run as hard and as fast as you can. Come on. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So a little girl named Ava with spina bifida was told by doctors she would never walk. Basically, that she was paralyzed. It's not possible. Well, she has defied all odds and now she's walking and she's unstoppable and her mom is just so happy and proud. I've got a clip. You know, I remember the first time she sat up by herself, the first time she crawled, the first time she held her bottle and I cried and I was just so overwhelmed that I could literally like, I didn't even know how to react or how to feel. I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like, I couldn't even shed a tear because I was just so excited. Come on, big girl. Come on. Good job. Yay. So, and this is a little girl that she's had more surgeries than you can even imagine. Her first surgery, she actually was still in her her mother's womb at the time. Wow. So, shout out to Ava. Yeah, shout out to Ava. That is real strength, man. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and talk to Shauna in Tennessee. Shauna, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi. Oh, my gosh. I finally made it. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. What's happening? Awesome. Uh, not a whole lot. I just had a, a question for you guys. You guys get up at the butt crack of dawn every day. And I was wondering, I, I struggle with this, oversleeping. I didn't know if any of you guys ever oversleep. I never hear you talk about it, so you must have some good workers there, Bobby. Hmm. Oh. You know, I will say <laughs> yes, that, that I do. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, we do wake up early, you know, 3.45 for me, and I try to come in and be in decent shape when the show starts, meaning mentally, not always there. Sometimes it takes me a little bit. But, uh, Eddie, you want to fill this one? Uh, we've definitely overslept. I've definitely overslept many times. And, and what I always frustrated me was that I would get in trouble, and Bobby was the thing would be, if you're late, don't even come in. So don't even bother coming in if you're going to be late. And I get it. But it was so frustrating to me because it's like, I didn't mean to be late. I didn't mean to wake up late. Never once did I say, I'm just going to show up late today. And it, it was a terrible feeling when you wake up and the clock says, like, <gasps> I'm supposed to be at work right now. Or you get woken up by someone like Lunchbox or <laughs> someone in the in the glass room calling you to where are you? It's terrible. Terrible feeling. But how long has it been since you overslept? Oh, gosh, what, four years? That's, that's my point. It's Five like, years, maybe? You, you've been trained out of that. Yes, and I'm early to everything now because of you, and it's pretty annoying. No, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's amazing to people because they feel like you respect them. Like, oh, he's yes. going to show up on time. Yes. So uh, nobody on the show, knock on wood, has overslept and missed the show in years. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? In years. Knock on wood. But we appreciate that call and, and asking that, Shauna. You, so you, what time do you wake up in the morning? Um, I 
wake up about six o'clock. I have three kids I have to get ready every day. So it is a struggle daily to just uh-huh. get through the day. <laughs> I get it. No, I don't. But thank you. <laughs> but I wanted to shout out to um, I wanted to shout out to my um, now 13 year old. His birthday was last week and I tried to call and couldn't get through. He loves Raymundo. And if Raymundo could give a shout out to my 13 year old, I promise you that would make his whole year. All right, stand by. Raymundo, shout out. What up, little 13-year-old? Yeah! <laughs> you say his name. What if she didn't say a name? <laughs> she didn't say a name? No. No. Okay. Our favorite Friday game. It's time for easy trivia. Let's go. These are the easiest trivia questions I could possibly ask. Second, third graders know the answers to these. But will the morning show know? Amy, Lunchbox, producer Eddie Morgan, you're all playing... The last one alive is the winner Ugh. of Easy Trivia. All right. Question number one. Amy, how many bases are on a baseball field? Talk it out. Okay, first, second, third, and then home plate. So four. Four is correct. Nice. Lunchbox, in which game do you receive $200 when you pass go? Oh, Monopoly. Nice. Eddie, what fruit does Spongebob live in? Oh, he lives in a pineapple under the sea. Correct. Morgan, which bird can learn to mimic humans in speech? A parrot. Correct. You're all on to the second all round. Right. Woo, nice easy. It's super easy. Yeah. Next up, Amy. A little harder, but still not hard at all. The sun <laughs> sets in which direction? It sets. You don't know this? I do. I'm just making... It's easy trivia, so it's easy to get messed up, but it's the West. Is that your answer? Yes. Correct. Lunchbox, how many inches are in a foot? Oh, that would be 12. Correct. Eddie. Come on. How many states make up the contiguous United States? Excuse me? How many states make up the contiguous United States? That's like the original? (laughs) (laughs) Contiguous? Oh, oh, like the regular United States. Not like, uh, what are you talking about? What do you mean by regular? I don't know. I have no idea what this question means. <laughs> oh, I don't think he gets help. No? Yeah. How many states make up the contiguous United States? So, like, maybe the ones that are all together, not like Hawaii and Alaska? Or are we talking territories? Puerto Rico and... And an answer. Oh, gosh. Uh, let's just go with 48. Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what comes after... A million and a billion. A trillion. Correct. Everybody's in the next round. Okay. Nice job. We're all, right. all surviving. Oh. All right. You guys got to stop with the possum playing. Yes. No, it was not possum. Okay. Amy, what are the three states of matter? <laughs> I don't know. Is that the liquid, solid, air? You have to answer a question, not say, is it this? What is your answer? I don't know the correct terms, but liquid solid air. Does Do you accept it... air, Mike? Why? Oh, oh, it's oh. not the same. What? Uh, sorry, it's oh. solid, liquid, and gas. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, you've been eliminated. Oh, whatever. It's rough, Amy. Only yeah, three Tell remain. Me about it. Lunchbox, what's the name for the holes on the moon's surface? Uh, in the moon's surface, craters. Correct. Eddie, what's the bird that lives in Antarctica and cannot fly? Oh, that's a penguin. Correct. Morgan, what's the nearest planet to the sun? Earth. Oh. 
Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Is that not right? K State, baby. K State. What do you what do you oh, think? Eddie, the, contiguous. What do you yeah, th- don't even okay? He did get it right though. Morgan, what do you think the order of the planets are from the I sun? If you just had to guess. From the planet I don't even From know. the sun, go ahead. First is Earth. Okay. Second. Jupiter. Jupiter. Okay, good. Next. Saturn. Saturn. One more. Venus. Yep, nailed it. Except none of them were right. <laughs> the answer is Mercury. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto's the dwarf planet. Oh, you know what? We're the Thank third rock. Thank you for the, the, yes. the lesson. Right. You know, I know that. Joe Diffie. <laughs> Diffie. Oh, yeah, and the show. The show. Yeah. I just thought of that. Morgan, you've been eliminated. That's fine. <laughs> Lunchbox. I mean, Amy, how's it make you feel? that You've lost to her. And she thought Go was the first planet. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, I just, I was trying not to spend too much time. I think eventually I would have come around to gas, mm. but I'm, I'm also annoyed sometimes when Lunchbox does it, so I'm trying not to do it. I don't understand why it's all me. Everybody does no, it. No, you play possum like no. nobody plays possum. Yeah, because we don't know if you're real. It's like you're like the boy who cried wolf with it. Maybe sometimes you are struggling, but so many times you're not. How many continents are there in the world, Lunchbox? Seven. Eddie, what kind of shape is a stop sign? What's the shape? Oh, that is an octagon. Correct. What do you call a baby lion, Lunchbox? A what? A baby lion. I didn't know they were different than a lion. Um... Um, a cub. Correct. <laughs> Woo! Eddie, who founded Microsoft? <laughs> that would be Bill Gates. Correct. We're down to two. We're getting a little harder now. Lunchbox, how many colors are there in the rainbow? Roy G. Biv. Isn't that how? Red. <laughs> blue. Green. Yellow. What is the Biv? What is the Violet. Five? The answer is seven. Roy is red, orange, yellow. G is green. Oh. Viv is blue, indigo, violet. Oh, see? Yeah. Eddie, for the win. Come on. Who is credited with discovering electricity? Oh, I thought you were going to say America. Uh, electricity would... Wait, wait, wait. Light bulb is Thomas Edison. I was going to say Thomas Edison. That's why you got to take your time a little bit, Amy. Um... Benjamin Franklin, because the the kite. Benjamin Franklin is correct. Eddie's our winner. Yeah! There he goes. There he goes again. Woo! The smartest one of the crew. Yeah, right, I mean, sometimes. Right. It depends oh, on the I mean, Friday. What? It depends it on de- what? It depends on the day. Cause... All right. I've won. Hey, you know what? I will say, though, it's harder being fast at it and not doing all Thank those dumb you. questions. Like, is it? That makes it harder. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Tucson, Arizona. A 50-year-old guy thought, oh, I'm going to go gamble at the casino tonight. Goes on the computer, prints out some $100 bills, print, print, print. Goes into the casino. Oh, yeah, I'd like to play some blackjack. Fake $100 no. bills. Oh, man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> and that fake money, that, that they don't kid around with that. No. There's no like, oh, that's okay. You don't do it again and we'll be you get in trouble for that. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna go somewhere where they're gonna look at it, that's cra- go to the gas station, get changed, and then go to the casino. No, nah, man, they still hold that up to the light. Yeah, but I would challenge the gas station clerk more than I would challenge the <laughs> Good casino. Point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox, that's your bonehead story of the day. It's so hard to say goodbye to another week. How about that? Is that good or no? It's pretty good. Thank you. Uh mom hit a 
lottery $78,000 jackpot because she forgot how old her kid was. You know how you pick on years and dates and stuff? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won $78,000 because she forgot how old one of her kids was and played the wrong number. Oh, Oh, wow. Congrats. One of her kids recently turned 20, but she forgot. She used 19 as one of her numbers, and that's what hit $78,000. Wow. Congratulations to her. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. (laughs) Get your your Bobby Bones on. 